What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. Folks, Woo, we squeaked away with this one. And I hate to say that we squeaked away because we didn't squeak away. But uh, that bye week was good to us. We got healthy, but the rust was showing we just weren't hitting on all cylinders. But you know what? A dub is a dub. We're not going to remember this game next week. Two weeks from now, we're not going to remember this game. The point is, we got out of there healthy and with a W. You know what I'm saying? And you got to give credit. Let me turn this down a little bit. Uh, you got to give credit to the Green Bay Packers because, folks, don't forget, the Green Bay Packers were coming off a horrible loss last week. They've lost three games straight. Knowing who they're going up against, they needed to at least put in a big-time effort in trying to win this game. They tried. And the minute Christian Watkins went down, Coach was like, and Rodgers was like, that kind of took away a little, a little steam from them. But, folks, you're going to have games like this, man. You're going to have games like this. It ain't always going to be pretty. It ain't always going to be, you know what I mean, blowing it out. And and we're so used to us blowing teams out. We won 10, we won by 10 points. We won by 10 points. You know what I'm saying? I think the cover, the cover was what 11? Minus 11. So we didn't cover. But we won by listen, we won by two scores. So, but we're used to just really beating teams down. You know what I'm saying? And the teams that we're supposed to. Like, we were supposed to beat this team down. No, I don't care what anybody tells me. They're not on our level. You know what I'm saying? But golly, man. It was tough to watch at one point. I'm, I mean, we're going to get into it. But a W is a W. We should still be excited. We're 6-1. and one. You know what I'm saying? We tops in the AFC. Um, you know what I'm saying? And listen, we got the, the goal is the bye. That's what we want. We want the number one seed so we get the bye. It won't matter how we get there. We just want the bye. You know how many games I've seen Tom Brady win? They didn't deserve the win, but they won. It didn't matter. They won. And guess what? They got the bye. And they got seven Super Bowls to, to show for it. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, it wasn't pretty, baby. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't the blowout that we're used to. Uh, it's just they just stuck around. So, folks, welcome to a, another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, listen, boys and girls, the Bills are six and one. Let's get let's get comfortable with the Bills winning, right? And there's some games that are gonna be pretty, and there's some games that are just gonna be not great. And this was like in the middle. You know what I'm saying? We could have cleaned things up. We just shot ourselves in the foot. Somebody, somebody tweeted today that. Listen, if we're going to lose games, it's because the Bills aren't doing what Bills do. Not because the other team is that great. And no, 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 no. It's more so what we, it's self-inflicted wounds, man. Self-inflicted wounds. So that's the best way to explain it. That's the best way to explain it. So um, 
Are you guys satisfied with this win? Are you guys okay with how we how we came out with this with this with this 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 W? Because to me, I'm good. You're gonna need games like this, and I'll tell you why you need games like this because it shows you how much work you need to do when you're going up against teams that are not on your level. It's it's at will. It's easy, and you can just keep it moving. But when you struggle with certain things, like I'll give you an, I'll give you an instance. We we let. Aaron Jones, which is a very good back, rushed for 100, what, 140 yards. A.J. Dillon ran for another 50, almost 200 yards of rushing. Damn, that's not like us. That is not like us whatsoever. We got to clean that up. That reminded me, that gave me PTSD of, like the, of Jonathan Taylor just running all over us. Please, no, no, no more. Please, no mass. I didn't want any of that. I, I hated seeing it. Right, but they had to do something. The, the the Packers had to do something. They weren't really. I mean, they made, they had some splash plays. Romeo Dubs had a really nice catch in the end zone. Can't play that defense any better. I mean, you're, you're right there, but he just made a better play. Can't you made a better play? Romeo Dubs had a couple of big plays. Nothing else that you can say about that. You know what I'm saying? You guys know what you know. You know the you know the vibes. You know the drive. That's just that's just the way it is. It's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the ball game sometimes can go. It ain't always going to be pretty. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in, man. It's a late night. Uh, I'm not going to keep you all too long. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we'll get into the good, uh, the bad, the ugly. I think we'll save that for Tuesday. But we'll get into um, who deserves love and uh, and who we, you know, I mean, we're looking at like, huh? okay, I see. I see that uh, we need some some help here. We need some help there. David Quesenberry looked pretty good today, folks. David Quesenberry looked all right. I mean, obviously, you got to watch the game all over again. But he looked all right in replacing uh, my man, um, Spencer Brown. But uh, let's talk about, let's get right into it. Let's talk about, like, what, what stood out. Run defense was, was suspect today. We had some moments where we, like, when it mattered, we, we stuffed the plays. When it mattered. When they needed that fourth and one, we're right there. You know I mean? Short, we're right there. But we did allow some big rush plays. Some big rush plays, man. I was not too, I was not too pleased, man. I was not too pleased. Most most folks are like, hey, man, it's 8.50 p.m. here. Well, in Atlantic time, it's 12.47. It's, it's 1 o'clock in the morning for me. I mean, it's late. So uh, we're going to try to keep it keep it clean, keep it good, and, and, and keep it moving, right? So let's talk about this game, man. So defense. Aaron Rodgers orchestrated, tried to orchestrate as best he can. He was frustrated. You could tell he was frustrated. This defense, we have a very good defense. And there were things that just wasn't working out for LaFleur and for my man Aaron Rodgers, but they did put some plays together. They put some some plays together that uh ended up keeping them in the game, right? That missed field goal at the end, that was that deaded everything. It was over with, right? But if they made that, they would have tried to made it a game, onside kick, and who knows. But um, we made stops when we needed to make the stops, right? Um, and the run defense. I think it was an anomaly. I don't think we'll ever let something like that happen. I think we're going to clean that up. I think we'll get better with that. Uh, but it's not the norm. We're not going to see that. Now, I need to talk about the biggest elephant in the room is the second half play by the Buffalo Bills. Offensively, more specifically, Josh Allen. My goodness, Josh. I said this in the pregame, if, and I've said this before. If we are going to lose a game to any of these teams, it's because Josh will get way too comfortable and he'll he'll try to put too much on his plate 
and try to make, you know what I'm saying, chicken shit into chicken salad. I hope I said that right. However, today, it was chicken shit, and you should have left it at that. And he made it to more chicken shit by rolling out and then throwing crossbody. I know you've done this play before multiple times, and they know that you will do that. The film is out. It was just one of those throws where you're like, oh, I didn't like that. He threw the pick, and I was like, okay, you win some, you lose some. It's going to happen. And then he threw another one. Now, I don't know what happened there. I thought he was just trying to throw it into the ground and call it a day. Jair, you made Jair Alexander look like he's some, some beast mode corner. Now, he is. Jair Alexander can play. He can play. There's no question about it. But the picks that he got, it's like, it's like we gave it to him. He didn't work for it. You feel me? He didn't work for that thing, man. We just handed it to him. We can't do stuff like that, fam. We cannot do stuff like that. That's craziness. That is craziness, man. So um, I know for a fact that Josh is kicking himself in the ass for that. He knows, man, that was on me. And we all know that. We absolutely all know that. But, dude, the game is on the line like that. Sometimes it can be. We can't have that, man. Sometimes you just got to take that dump off. Sometimes you got to throw that ball away. Sometimes you try to make too much into something, and it just becomes worse. And those two interceptions, man, it's rough, man. And then we get the ball back, and this is the killer part. He throws a pick. All right, we get the ball back, tip ball. Here comes Milano, boom, interception. All right, let's go, man. That was that was a weird that was a weird one, but we'll get back on track. And here we go. We start marching. We marching. We're in the red zone. There it is, interception. You're like, fam, really? We did all that just for you to get the ball to give ball back to them. You know what I'm saying? Like we this this would this game. Let's let's be real. The Packers showed up, but like this game was a drubbing. I mean, we were whooping that ass, man. We were we were just we were dominant. We were dominant. We had to like I don't want to say slow down a little bit, but like we just got it just got weird in the second. I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like any any bit of it. Um, I'm not saying that we tried to slow down and take the foot off the pedal. Um, I just felt that we pressed a little bit now. They are 0-3. They need to do whatever they need to do to just try to stay in the game. You know what I'm saying? And they put they they watch the film. So, like, they're not just gonna let they're not just gonna roll over. Their season is on the line as well. Having losing four in a row, losing four in a row, that's tough. That's tough. So they were trying to do everything they can, everything in their power to not lose four in a row. But the tough part is you're going up against the best quarterback in the game. You're going up against the best team in the game, the most balanced team in the game. Sorry. You're just going to have to take that up. It's just it's just what it is, man. So you guys already know how I do, man. We go into the box score. Um, I like looking at the box score to kind of, you know, give us an idea of what we're looking at. Uh, I left my laptop my laptop upstairs, so I'm, I'm doing this off my phone, so I apologize. You got me looking down on my screen. So here we go, man. Let's go, let's go to the Jets side. Let's go to the uh, Packers side of the ball. So Packers and Rodgers, 19 for 30, 200 yards, 203 yards, 6.8 average. He had two touchdowns, one interception. He, had, he got sacked twice, one by Tim Settle. Shout out, salute to my man, Tim Settle, and one by Greg Rousseau, and I love Greg Rousseau. I'm, I love me some Greg Rousseau. 5-0 is that guy, right? Um, and Rodgers had a, had a, a rating of 91.4. Now, run game. Aaron, Rodgers, Aaron Jones, 20 carries for 143 yards. He had seven yards of pop. Did not get in the end zone, but the fact that he was able to just run at will and up the gut, that's the crazy part. It was all, it was mostly majority up the middle. 
That's where the big boys are. Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips. My goodness, man. We can't have that. We cannot have that, man. My man, uh, Pierre, is like, yo, how y'all feel about seeing Gabe in a Packers uni? Hey, man, listen. All these players, they grew up wherever they grew up. They grew up, you know what I'm saying, some grew up in the Bay. Some grew up, you know what I mean, Midwest. Some grew up, you know what I'm saying, in Florida. So, like, they grew up rooting for an NFL team. You know what I'm saying? And wherever you're at, that's probably most times you're going to root for that team. If you grew up in Atlanta, you're probably rooting for the Atlanta Falcons. You know what I'm saying? You're moving, you're rooting for Jamal Anderson, do the dirty bird. You know what I mean? And depending on how old, how old you were, you were rooting for Deion Sanders. So when you get drafted or you're on a team, it's just what it is, man. Don't you remember Josh Allen in a Patriots jersey? Doesn't that make you sick? It's just what it is, man. Where you, wherever your idol is, that's what it is. It's, it's like me say, it's like me rocking, uh, if I don't know, Stevie, like I would have rocked the Stevie Johnson 49ers jersey, not because I like the 49ers, because I love Stevie Johnson. So I would have been rocking the Niners jersey. It would have pained me to do that, but I'll do it because of the player. I mean, you guys, I have jerseys. I have jerseys that are not Bills player jerseys, right? You know what I'm saying? But you know, people are funny like that. And yeah, Josh, Josh in the Niners jersey. It wouldn't be so bad, right? He's from that, he's from that area. It is what it is. Now, moving back on. Sorry, I apologize. Pierre, thanks for that. So 20 carries, 143 yards, man, he gashed us in the middle. A.J. Dillon, if not if if for not him getting hurt, maybe he would have got more. He had 10 carries for 54 yards. Dude, five yards a pop, seven yards a pop. They averaged six yards a, ga- a gain today. We allowed 208 yards rushing, the most this year. We can't have that. We can't have that. We have better, there are better running teams that we were able to stifle. The Titans weren't able to do this. The Titans in in Derrick Henry himself had 200 yards to himself. We stifled him. We stifled everybody. But these guys today, they were able to run. I don't understand that. We got to fix that up. Please and thank you. Receiver-wise, they didn't do anything. Sammy Watkins didn't even play today. He had one reception for three yards, right? Romeo Dubs had two big plays, two big catches. You got to give it to him. That one touchdown was really nice, man. He was looking this way. He was looking that way and finally contorted his body to catch that ball. You got to give him props for that. You got to give him props for that. Can't even hate. The coverage is pretty decent. Toure turned DeMar Hamlin around and made him do the hokey pokey. My goodness, man. He made it look like he was running the corner. Pop. Stepped that right back to the, he gave him the corner post. Uh, and then back inside. And Aaron Rodgers read that and it was too late. DeMar Hamlin turned his hips. It was dead in the water. There's no, there's no catching up to that. It was rough, man. So Romeo Dubs was their was their um their leading receiver in yards. He had 62 yards, and then Robert Tunyon was had five receptions. And then the rest is just whatever. There was only 19 completions. So offensively, they weren't really anything special. We just we, we let them run. We can't do that. We definitely can't do that. Um, but boy, was this a chirpy game. People were, yo, these boys were chirping. And it started right from the start with Stefan Diggs. You know what I'm saying? And Jair Alexander beaking off at each other. Man, ain't that ain't that something? But I like that part. That's part of the game that I love. You know what I'm saying? The juices are flowing. It's Sunday night. It's prime time. You watching one of the best teams play. Yo, you think you're gonna you think you're gonna do something tonight? Let me show you what's good. Stefan Diggs had a game today, but we're gonna talk about that. Defensively, we gave up two sacks. Um, one to to Wilson and uh the other to uh was it Razul Douglas? Did he come off of a uh came off a corner a corner a corner corner blitz? Either way, Quay Walker, can we talk about that for a second? 
Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia. Uh, what was he? First or second round pick? I know he was a high draft pick. What the hell were you thinking? No, no, for real. What were you thinking? Like, regardless, if it was even our player, just players in general, whatever sport you play, you never put your hands on the official and you never put your hands on a coach. Period. What was this man thinking? And it was like it wasn't like anything egregious happened. You made it, you, you, you made a tackle out of outside out of bounds. And so the coach doesn't get rolled up. He kind of like kind of kind of like almost like absorbed your your momentum and then kind of was like, all right, let me lift you up a little bit. You know what I mean? Get back to the field. And you turn around and shove a coach. What? Are you nuts? Immediately. I was like, this guy's got to get kicked out. It wasn't a big push. It was nothing. But the fact is, you, you lunged and, and you pushed a coach. You got to go. You dummy. Like, you're that's a dummy play. Like, what, the, what were you thinking? Dude, Quay, you got to be better than that, man. You got to be better than that. You dummy. You dumb dumb. <laughs> you feel me? But anyway, that's neither, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Quay Walker, silly, silly boy. And, and you know what? They needed you. They needed you, and you let your team down. So they're going to give you shit as they should. Bozo. Anyway, moving on. I had to, I had to get that off my I had to get that off my chest. But uh, for the most part, man, these guys didn't really, I mean, nothing phased me about this Packers team. Jair Alexander had the interception. Rasul Douglas had the other one. Jair Alexander's, I mean, that, we just gave it to him. We just, we just handed it to him. Like, Josh Allen, come on, son. But anyways, two, two turnovers. Uh, luckily it didn't, it didn't affect us. Uh, Mason Crosby missed a field, uh, field goal. He went one for two. I mean, there's really nothing to write home about the Packers. The Packers are the Packers this year. They're three and five for a reason. They're all out of sorts. Their quarterback is arrogant as shit. Um, and you can see it. He's got that punchable face. He's got that punchable face where you're just like, ah, you smug. And he, and we've always known it to be that way. But when you see him on TV and moving around and cussing on his teammates and stuff like that, and you just can see it, but he's a competitor. Aaron Rodgers is a competitor. He wants to win, and it's just not going his way. Poor guy. Nothing else to say. Now, let's flip it over to the Bills side. Let's start with Josh Allen, man. Josh Allen, 13 for 25, under 50% completion. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Not cool. Is he under 50? My, is my math correct? Oh, no, he just made it. He just, he just made it to over 50%. 13 for 25. Anyway, 200 yards, 218 yards, nine yards a pop. It wasn't like he couldn't deliver. He was, he could put the ball where he wanted to. It's just, there was moments where he just kind of like lapsed the judgment. They got him out of pocket and, and he's usually pretty good out of the pocket, but they, they played him a little better. Somebody said math is hard. Is it 52%? Thank you. Just over, just over 50%. That's what I said. Over 50%. I corrected myself. Don't be that guy. RX. Don't be that guy. Anyway. Um, two TDs, two interceptions, uh, and a 75 QB rating. Mm. We're not used to that. Like that, that's what around the league, they can do that. All these other quarterbacks out there, they could do that. They could do that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, it's one of those, uh, situations where you're sitting there going, okay, slow down. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna, you're not gonna have like a a 400 four touchdown game every game, every game. And as Bills fans, we're spoiled. We have been spoiled with great quarterback play, and sometimes we just have to say, 
we just chalk it up that sometimes it's not always going to be that 300 yard game, 400 yard game. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. It is what it is. So at that point, we'll take it. It's not pretty, but you know what? We'll take it. That's a dub. He led us in the first half. First half was looking great. We were doing all right. Second half, we just got a little, little out of sorts. We'll fix that. I believe it because this team is that good. But those two interceptions were ugly. I didn't like those at all. Man, it's, it, it, I'm still, it's etched into my brain. I'm like, yo, what? Across the body, you threw that? Okay, you've, you've thrown that before and you've completed many of those. I expect that. But that last one, I was like, mm, I don't know what happened there. I'm, I'm sure he shocked himself. You know what I'm saying? But it happens. We got the dub. That's what matters. A win is a freaking win. Run game. I was very impressed with the run game. Now, we got to talk about this because you guys have seen me and have heard me quite critical of our run game. And if you guys have watched the show on Friday, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. And if you watched the, the pregame show today, I wanted to, we had two weeks to prepare for this game. And if we're going to, if we're go, if we were going to make adjustments, because that's what that's what the the bye weeks are for, right? Making adjustments, tweaking some certain things, and getting healthy, right? And I think we did we did those things. We were a little rusty at the same time, though. We were a little rusty, but I have to give props to the run game. Devin Singletary, I'm gonna be real. 14 carries for Devin Singletary, 67 yards. He was just shy of five yards a pop, 4.8 yards a carry, and he had that nice burst for 30 yards. Forget about the 30 yards. Devin Singletary looked good today. He looked solid today. He looked as if he was um, motivated, if you will. <laughs> looked as if he was motivated. I mean, let's, let's be real. All this conversation and all this chatter about the Bills, you know what I mean? searching and and looking and un, looking under the uh, is there a running back there are you guys looking to give something up i mean the bills are looking and they're not looking at some 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 second tier third tier type of backs they went for cmc where they looked or they inquired into cmc they inquired into alvin Kamara. right there's potentially linked to the bills looking into to kareem hunt potentially so, like, they weren't just going for just the, you know I mean, third tier, you know, just depth depth type of backs. They're looking for RB1 type of backs. So, when you're Devin Singletary, you're going you're gonna to be motivated a little bit. All right, let me, let me get my act together. Man. This is nothing that's new. I've been telling you guys this. I've been saying this from day one. This is beneficial for Devin. This is beneficial for the team. Devin's in his last year of his contract. He's going to play hard. And him playing hard and him playing well does two things or one or two things. Either the team feels like this is our guy. We're going to sign him again to another two or three year deal. And we have, we see a future with him or he's playing for another team, but he's got to put the tape. He's got to put the film on tape. So other teams can sign. It's as simple as that. And right now we should be taking as much advantage of, of my guy, Devin Singletary, because he was motivated. Today. He was playing. He was running hard. He ran really well today. Got to give it to him. He had a couple times where they, they stuffed in the backfield, but for the most part, he did an excellent job. So shout out to Devin Singletary. Good. Honestly, it was a really good game by Devin Singletary. I loved it. And he was he was active in the pass game. Actually, he just had one reception for 16 yards, but I liked it. He was targeted twice. But good on Devin Singletary. Next up, James Cook. We got to talk about James Cook. I see y'all talk about James Cook, Rico. Talk about it. You've been hating on him this whole time and talk about it. We're going to talk about it. 
Now, I got, I got to make myself mother effing clear to everybody. All right? He's a second-round draft pick. What you saw today was what we're supposed to get from him. So I'm not going to sit here and, like, guys, you know, I should eat crow. No! This is what we should be getting from our second-round draft pick. And that's what I've been freaking crying for and trying to get. But we haven't been. And we finally got to see something. Now, the buy, maybe they tweak some things. Maybe they said, you know what, we need to get this guy involved. Duh. What y'all been waiting for? Wasting freaking carries on Zach Moss that you know you guys are probably going to trade because you guys made him active today, but didn't give him a single touch. I don't even think he stepped on the field today. Let me continue because this is not a bad thing. This is a great thing. I liked seeing what I saw from James Cook. I think we all love seeing what we saw from James Cook. Catching out of the backfield, he had a reception for what, 28 yards? What was it? Uh, James Cook had a, what, 41 yards? That's what we that's what we thought we were getting. We thought we were getting that in the draft. Oh, he can catch out of the backfield. He can do this. He can do that. But we had to wait till week eight to get it. Why? Why couldn't we utilize that right off the bat? The second round draft pick. We're sitting here wasting time having three freaking running backs, man. Stick to two backs. You know you got what you got in Devin Singletary, and then work James Cook in. Sorry, Zach Moss. It just it, there's no room. We got what we got in this guy. But this is a good thing. This is, I love seeing what I saw from James Cook today. He looked decisive. He was like a one cut up the field and go. Love it. And imagine if we give him the touches and we give him the opportunities and continue to do that, he gains more confidence. What a thing confidence can do to a running back. And what a thing it can do as well when you don't put the person in the game where he screws up or whatever the case is and you just leave him just collecting dust. It's like, yo, what'd y'all bring me here for? Yo, give me the rock so I can do what I do. Two-back system, period. And it looked good today. Didn't it look good? Didn't you appreciate what you saw today? Devin Singletary's running hard. Then you got James Cook running. What did he do today? James Cook. Out of it. And here's the biggest thing, right? He had five carries for 35 yards. He had a seven, he had a run of 17 yards, seven yards a carry. Now, here's the deal. It's about opportunity, right? And what was happening in the beginning of the year was the opportunities they gave him, he wasn't making the most of them. He wasn't making the most of them. Very first touch, fumble. We get that. It happens, fluke, it happens. But any other time that you touch the ball, it wasn't great. He had the one really great run in Pittsburgh. Then you're like, okay, we got some. We see something. Let's see more of that. And I'm hoping that game was what really got, got it sparked up. So really nice to see James Cook do great things today. And it's nice to know that now we can focus on Devin Singletary and James Cook going forward. Stop meddling with it and trying to move this and put this here and there. Because really, we got three running backs. We don't need a fourth. Let's be real. Josh Allen is one of our running backs. <laughs> Speaking of Josh Allen, Josh Allen today had what? How many carries? He had six carries for 49 yards. You know what I'm saying? We have a three-back system, but guess what? The natural two running backs are James Cook and Devin Singletary. So good, good to see James Cook do good things. I want to see more of 2-8. I'd love to see more of 2-8. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like to see more 2-8, more 2-6? Less of 2-0, just saying. Moving on. Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> Poor Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie, the game is a jet sweep. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like what I see. Let me reverse course. Oh, shit, they're coming after me. He made it all the way around. I think I, I swear that man ran 65 yards for, for a two-yard loss. 
<laughs> but sometimes it happens, man. Sometimes those plays, sometimes it's just not there. You got to reverse course, and sometimes those end up being big plays. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you gotta you gotta give Devin you gotta give uh, Isaiah McKenzie credit because um, I mean he's been getting he's been getting some flack the last couple games, right? Um, and I'm glad that they they have the confidence in him still uh, to continue to use him and go to him because he's 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 an asset on his team. And it's beautiful to have Khalil Shakir learning and, and getting there as well. But I got to give it to him, man. I, you, I, have, I, have, I have to. You got to give it to him. Uh, Johnny Blaze comes in with a, uh, with a uh, what is, what's your comment? He goes, oh, my God. He says, Rico, you said you haven't given up on Moss and Cook didn't show you nothing. All of a sudden, you want to see less of 20? Well, it's not that I want to see less of 20. They're, they didn't play him. They, they made him inactive last game, and they didn't play him today. They clearly want to see 2-8 and 26. And let me make myself clear. I've never been a fan of three-back system. I've been saying that from the very jump, from the very start. Pick your two and go with it. But we drafted a running back in the second round. So why waste your second round draft pick? I mean, I can't make myself more clear. I can't make myself more clear. But anyway, we will just, we'll just leave it at that. Because in my opinion, them not playing Zach Moss today Potentially, maybe they're trying to move him. I can see it. Inactive last game, active this game, but not even on the field. What does that tell me? Potentially they're trying to move him. Who knows? We'll see how that plays out. It'll be interesting. Now, run game. I like it, man. 153 yards. I'll take it. 27, 27 carries today, 14 for Devin Singletary. And he's your RB1. So you gotta, you gotta give the guy the ball. I think I, th- I think everybody agrees with that. So, kudos to the run game. Now, the highlight player, the spotlight hero of the day to me was Stefan Diggs, man. Stefan Diggs was on one today. He was absolutely on one, and you couldn't tell him ish. Six receptions, 108 yards, 18 yards of pop, and a touchdown, um, and off eight targets. He was on one today, and you couldn't tell him anything. And I'm glad that they got him active early because the juices were flowing very early and these green Bay, I'm, it's funny though these green bay packers and you got to give them credit man because they 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 stayed in it they were fighting they were jawing away for a team that's you know what i'm saying getting the getting the you know what i mean getting the brakes beat off of them in the first half they were still jawing and they said they were still talking you know what i mean so um you got to give them credit they fought right to the end but not hard enough because stefan Diggs was on your ass man Razul Douglas was getting his. You know what I'm saying? Jair Alexander was getting his. No matter what, no matter who was covering, you really couldn't do much with Stefan Diggs, man. I was talking to my brother earlier today, and he goes, you know what, man? Stefan Diggs really is that guy. He really is, and he didn't want to say it, but he really is him. He really is, man. He's legit. The guy is legit. Great route runner. The guy plucks the balls out of the air. You know what I'm saying he can he has downfield speed, he will run past you. You've seen it before. Just all around solid receiver can play outside, can play inside, no matter what. How and why the Vikings moved on from him is craziness. They they essentially chose Adam Thielen over Stefan Diggs. And that is fine because right now they're doing very well. The Vikings are six and one as well. And Jefferson is an amazing receiver, a very good receiver. And Adam Thielen is just a complimentary, a complimentary receiver to Jefferson is cool. It's funny because we will face the Vikings this year. So it'll be very interesting on how that plays out. That'll be fun, right? 
Jefferson going up against Diggs, the, you know what I mean? The two guys that were, you know what I mean? One got traded, the other guy got drafted right after him to replace him, and he's been great ever since. But guess what? So has Diggs. Diggs has been great ever since he's been to Buffalo. It's not like he's fallen off. He's great. They tried to say my man fell off last year. Hell no, he didn't fall off. You know what I'm saying? They were just spreading the love everywhere else. But my goodness, man. My goodness, this is great. I love every bit, every bit of what Stefan Diggs has met, it means to this team. I love every bit of what he means to Josh Allen. And I love every bit of what he means to the receiver room. This guy is just solid. He's a solid, solid receiver. And I'm glad he's on our team, man. 14 is that dude. My man, we be so sad, boy, says, hey, I think Devin could be our RB1. I mean, he already is our RB1. Let's be honest. We're a passing offense, and I believe uh, Devin gives us what we need to make sure uh, make uh, the uh, the play action effective. This offense, this offensive is hard to solve, and I'm about it. It is, man. You know what I like to see? Uh, what I love seeing today? Josh was under center a lot today, and I liked it. Um, it kind of throws people off because, like, we're always mostly majority in shotgun. You know what I'm saying? We're we're always in gun. So it was nice to see Josh under center. It was really cool to see that. So it kind of throws people off. His back is to the defense. He can turn around. Like, is it play action? Is it not? So the more we start effectively running the football, the more it's going to, you know what I mean, get these defenses to creep up and then over the top. And you saw that how many times today? We got two over-the-top big-time passes today. Loved every bit of it. So uh, kudos um, to Stefan Diggs and kudos to that connection he's got with Josh Allen. Unbelievable. I loved every bit of it, man. A 53-yard long bomb. Chef's kiss. Love every bit of it. James Cook with a reception for 41 yards. Gabe Davis had two receptions for 35. He was targeted seven times today. Gabe Davis was targeted seven times today, but uh, that connection just wasn't working out today. Um, I mean, obviously, we know it's going to get fixed up um, and, and polished up, but uh, two receptions, seven targets, 35 yards. We're, we're, we're monitoring that. We're paying attention. Devin Singletary had one reception. Dawson Knox had the reception and the touchdown. Shout out to Dawson. Um, and then we've got McKenzie and then obviously Kalusha Kier and Jay Kuro were targeted, but no catches for those young men. But uh, love to see every bit of what we're seeing with this team coming off a of bye. We got that bye. We got the dub. That's what matters. At the end of the day, a win. A win is what matters. My man uh, Pierre says, yo, Gabe didn't want to go off against his favorite team. <laughs> yo, he didn't want to go off. It was, it was, there were, it was, there were, and I'm saying the chemistry was off because it's not off with those two. But today was a uh, was an off day between uh, Josh Allen and uh, and Gabe Davis. It was uh, they were a little off, a little off today. But uh, is what it is, is what it is. Um, defensively, holy smokes, man! Tremaine Edmonds had 13 solo tackles today. 13 solo tackles, 16 total. Good. And I keep reading. To this day, I keep reading. Get rid of Edmonds. He's horrible. What are you, what, what film are you guys watching? Honestly, what game are you guys watching where you, you can literally type those words out and say he's horrible? Get rid of him. Are you effing nuts? There's, sometimes I shake my head and I scratch my head. And I say, fam, I got to log off this. I got I to gotta get off my phone for real quick because some people just be saying some stuff like, yo, really? Really, though? You feel me? So um, it's one of those situations where you're like 16 tackles. You want to get rid of that. And this is a testament. This is a testament to what we're doing up front. What we're doing up front um, is huge because it allows. It allows Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds to run and roam the field. 
they roam free. Like they're freaking roaming buffaloes, man. They just, they, they're chilling. They can see everything. They can go saddle on the saddle. They're not stuffed up. There's not some lineman running up and getting to second level. And, and now they can't see. They're trying to shed a block and it's too late. Now, today was a rough one. Don't get me wrong. Today was a rough one. We had a, a, Aaron Jones had 143 yards, but sometimes it's going to happen. You can't be perfect every freaking game. It's just not going to happen. I can tell you that right now. It's not going to happen. But Tremaine Edmonds at 16 tackles total, 13 solo. He had a pass breakup. Shout out to him. DeMar Hamlin had 10 tackles today. He got turned around today on that touchdown. But like I said, I said it earlier this uh, on uh, excuse me, an earlier show today. You don't really hear too much about DeMar Hamlin. It's not, it's not often. If you are seeing DeMar Hamlin's name everywhere or being called out, it's just you don't want to hear that. If you don't hear too much of DeMar Hamlin, that means he's doing a decent enough job today. And 10 tackles, four solo. Um, but he did get turned around on that big play. But it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You can't be flawless all day. DeMar Hamlin with 10 tackles total. Uh, Teron Johnson uh, had, had a tough little day today with uh, with covering Romeo Dubs. He had a couple big plays thrown on him today. But uh, for the most part, Teron Johnson is always solid. Matt Milano solid, always. And they're starting to give him more love and recognition. And he deserves every bit of that. But Matt Milano is that dude. Jordan Poirier was cool. Allegedly, Jordan Poirier got hurt at the end of the game. So um, I missed that. But um, I was talking to uh, to my man Kev, and, and Kev apparently he's got some inside information. And he was like, oh, yeah, Jordan Poirier's hurt. I was like, what? I didn't see that. So apparently he's hurt. So we got to monitor that and see how what uh, what is said about that. But um, Greg Rousseau, man. Greg Rousseau, I, 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 I love Greg Rousseau. I love that we drafted Greg Rousseau. I love that he is getting better and better and better. He's got, what, five sacks on the year. I'm loving every bit of it. He had a sack today. Um, Kudos to freaking Greg Rousseau, man. The whole defense, Dane Jackson had a nice pass breakup at the early in the game. They tried to go deep, and Dane was right there saying, nah, not today, son. So we're going to get better. This team is going to get better. We're going to learn from our mistakes, and this is why we do film. This is why we, you know I'm saying? These guys, excuse me, I say we as in this team. This is why they do, excuse me, they do the film study. So they say, okay, that's what, shit, that's what I did wrong, right? We can't always blow a team out, man, because it's hard to, like, when you, when you really blow a team out, it's hard to pinpoint and see what you did wrong and so on and so forth, right? But when team when you, the game is close or you allow certain big plays, you're like, ah, shoot, I know what I'm supposed to do next time. I got to clean this up. I got to do that. I got to I mean, a whole lot of that stuff. And it's it's humbling because as good as a team as we are, there's a lot to fix and there's a lot to tweak and, and learn from and, you know what I mean, and go back and just get get right back to it. It was nice to see. Um, our $100 million man, Von Miller, uh, had two tackles for one uh, one solo, no sacks today. But you know what? They game planned. They game planned for Von Miller, man. It was get rid of the ball quickly. Identify where he is and move the ball quickly. Do not let him disrupt this game because Von Miller can be a game disruptor. Can be a game disruptor. But he was uh, he was kept at bay. They didn't get a no sacks for Von Miller. So we uh, ended the day with with two sacks and. Um, uh, four tackles for loss and a total of six pass breakups today. Um, and we'll get that, man. We had four QB hits, one by Tim Settle, uh, one by Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver had a solid game today as well, and two by Greg Rousseau. Um, the one person that we asked to get more of was Ed Oliver. And early in the game, Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver was a name that we were hearing often, and he was putting pressure. He was, he was really pushing those linemen back, you know what I'm saying, getting up in, it, you know I mean, getting in their space. And, and then making uh, now Rogers has no choice but to kind of move from the pocket and kind of move around. 
doing all this gymnastics in the, in the pocket. That's kudos to the strength, the quickness of the likes of Ed Oliver and company. So kudos to the defense. Um, we kept this that we kept these guys down to 17 points. We're still one of the top defenses in the game. Um, I predicted that we keep them to like 13, 14 points. Um, What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And uh, they, they, they squeaked in a touchdown. They squeaked in a touchdown. So here we are, man, 27-17. This team, uh, they held their own. They really did uh, hold their own. Matt Milano with the interception. We know that already. Uh, McKenzie continues to do returns. So I got to bring something up. Uh, McKenzie and his returns. Sometimes, I mean, listen, the ball gets brought up to what, the 25 now? I get it. Sometimes you got to take that ball out and, and, and you know what I'm saying, find your crease and, and hopefully you can hit that. But there was a couple of times when he took that back. I was like, mm, man, you should have stayed in bounds. One specifically. And he kind of he he kind of got us behind. Um, so it, picky. I'm nitpicking at this point. I'm really nitpicking because he can also take the distance. He can take one the distance. So I ain't mad at that at all. You know what I'm saying? But it's very interesting nonetheless. Um, but looking at uh, what we've done on special teams, say Tyler Bass, two field goals, one for 42, one for 38. And uh, three for three. He had, I have on my fantasy. Thank you for the points. I'm down right now to my fantasy. We truth be told, I don't know how far, how far am I down. They said I got a. What's my percentage of winning? I got a 35 percent chance to win. Who do I have left to play? I got Joe Burrow. Left to play, and shit, that's it. <laughs> I'm down 161 to 122. I need a 50 point game for my guy Joe Burrow so I can win this thing. And I think is he done? He's got no more player. Oh, he's got Donovan Peoples-Jones playing. So Donovan Peoples-Jones can't do nothing. I can't have him do anything. I need Joe Burrow to have a huge game. And it's a divisional game too. So it'll be good. It'll be good. Now, back to this Bills team, right? So for the most part, statistically, we did all right. But here's where I stand in. And I love to jump into this, is the team stats. The team stats, you can do all the, the, the box score stats, but the team stats tell you a lot. And right now, I want to see what we did on third down. So third down efficiency, this is seat, and this is where we struggled. So Green Bay was 50% from third down. They were in six for 12. The Bills, two for seven. And that's not like us. We're usually, we're one of the better third down teams in the league. Our percentage is usually, I think we're like top three or top five. I'll say top five. Today, we're two for seven. And I knew, we were rough. It was rough, man. There was times where we're like, come on, man, we got to be better than that. However, on fourth down, I think, what did we do on fourth down? I think we had a, a couple fourth down um, converts that we, I think we converted, uh, where's my fourth down? And I can't see the fourth down attempt, but it's fine. Oh, there we go. We went, oh, shoot. So we, we, we didn't, we see, that's the thing. We didn't even attempt, we, I think we had no, no attempts on fourth down. So we went two for seven on third down efficiencies, and we got to be better. We got to be better there. And if you're going to pick somewhere where we can improve, Obviously, our run D was no great. It was not great today. Our run D, we left, we left, we allowed 200 points, 200 yards rushing. Um, and so we're number one on third down in NFL. So there you go. So we're, we're top five. I said we were top five. We're number one. So two for seven. We can't do that, man. We can't do that. Two for seven. Um, we got to be better than that. 369 total yards. We allowed them to have 398, 200 that in, in rushing. Uh, 
obviously we had the two interceptions today. At the end of the day, there was just a sloppy game. Sloppy, I wouldn't say sloppy game, sloppy second half. The second half of the game was a sloppy one. And the penalties, we had four for 35. We continue to keep the penalties at a minimum, which I'm I'm grateful for because back in the day, man, we, we used to be up eight, nine, ten penalties a game. We're down to what, three, four? I'll take that. I will take that. A little more discipline on my end, I'll take. Red zone. This is where we need to get better. Red zone, two for four. Obviously, we know what happened, the interceptions, right? So we 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 have to be better in that regard. Um, but we went two for four in the red zone and time of possession, 26. The Packers had 33. So they had the time of possession um, and they really needed to make something happen. They started to establish themselves in the run game in the second half. But we put on, and that's the beauty of putting points on the board. When you can put points on the board early, you force the other team to now control the clock as best they can and and try to take their shots. And they did try to take their shots. They did. And they landed a couple punches on us. But because we were able to make some stops on top of that, but at, at least put points on the board where it forces them into a position. And they tried. They tried to keep it closed, but we got too much firepower on our side. You know what I'm saying? But altogether, man, this um, this game was it was a good game to really see where we need to improve and where we need to fix and where we thought we were great, we can go back and fix. And that's in the, the run game. And I think that was an anomaly. I think that we're going to be good going, going forward the rest of the, league, the year. It's just that we went up against a really good back in Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was a good one. So, and uh, Aaron Rodgers tried his very best to kind of keep his team together, but he's got some young receivers, man. This is what happens. You got some young receivers and you're going to, you're going to have some, some notch, some, some, I guess, some hitches in the road. And that was uh, that was a story for the Green Bay Packers today. So the Bills take the dub. I'm very pleased with it. Uh, I ain't mad at it. Listen, there's not, there's not much else to really say uh, about this game. It was just we got away with a dub, and that's what matters at the end of the day. And I'll take that every time. So uh, questions, concerns, you guys let me know what you, what, uh, you guys are thinking in this game, what stood out to you. Um, and uh, if something, if I'm missing something, if something that I, I should be touching on, um, and I'm trying to look at my notes, if I wrote anything else, I touched on everything I wanted to touch on. Um, you know what? One more thing. I do want to touch about one, talk, talk, talk about one more thing. And I'm, it's very tough to win off of a buy because like, you're still, you're trying to, you, as a coach, you're trying to keep your team motivated. You're trying to keep your team prepared. You're trying to keep your team, you know what I'm saying? Focused and ready to go and 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 just in the game where you want their mind in the game so you got to give a prop you got to give props to the coaching staff right they keep the, they kept these guys going they kept them ready to roll and uh mcdermott's got these boys rolling man yo they're six and no after a bye right six and no after a bye we've now got the packers zero and seven when they come and visit in buffalo so the the streak continues where we we dominate we're dominating that uh, that little series right there. And last but not least, Aaron Rodgers is 13-0 and on Sunday night football. 13-0 and on Sunday nights, and we decided to make that 13-1. and And I'll take that every time. So he can go home and take that nice little flight back to Wisconsin, and uh, they can uh, they can go back and, uh, and really figure things out. And really figure things out. Uh, Tebow says, yo, for the love of God, man, put, Schmitty, put Schmitty's chat up. <laughs> yo, what you... Yo, I don't know if Schmitty sees it, but this thing goes, it's flying, Schmitty. So if you have a if you have a chat, brother, let me see it. I'm I'm not I 
I'm, I, you got me scrolling up. <laughs> you got my man Tebow saying, yo, man, for the love of God, put his chat up, man. He's trying to tell you something, man. All right, fam. Let me go back and see what my man Schmitty's saying. You got me stopping the show to make you go back and check out your, your, your comments. So I'm scrolling on up. Let me see what my man is saying. So as I'm scrolling to see uh, what uh, Schmitty was saying, um, I got my man Italian Travel says, yo, Power's right arm uh, was wrapped tonight. I wonder which one was uh, in the brace. I'm not sure. Um, Shane Connor says, yo, Ed Oliver is a freaking beast. He is, man. And I want to see more of it. I want to see more because he's been quiet the last bit. But also he's been hurt. So he's just getting back into the groove of things. And once he gets back into the groove of things, we'll make it happen. So I see you, Schmitty. I'm trying to scroll back to see what what uh, what you did. Um, if not, rewrite what you wrote, man. Rewrite it, resend it, and I'll, I'll catch it. Because I'm scrolling and I can't see a damn thing. Uh, Scott Blakely says, yo, I never saw Diggs and Davis so undisciplined. Um, let Green Bay get back, get into their heads. That's not leadership. It fuels undisciplined play by the entire team. See. Part of me, and, and Scott, thank you for bringing that up. Part of me, I like it. Part of me, I like it. Now, there, there was one particular play I did not understand. I did not understand. Let me take a sip of this. Right? There was one play that, that had me scratch my head from Gabe Davis. And I have my personal thoughts on Gabe Davis. I do. But I, I don't think it's, it's the time to share that yet because I need to see more. Of, of my thought process with Gabe Davis, specifically Gabe Davis. But Gabe Davis today was, he he got in the mix of chirping. I don't know what you're chirping at. You had two receptions uh, off of your seven targets, but okay. Uh, but he was chirping. He was doing some chirping, right? And then he, then he nudges a player in the back. And we're all sitting there going, I don't know about you guys, but weren't you guys like, what? Why'd you even do that? Like, it wasn't even worth it. Like it wasn't worth it whatsoever, but he nudges and it wasn't and like and make it worth it. Like the the nudge wasn't worth it because we got penalized by it. But if you're gonna do it, go for it. But he gives a nudge into the back and gets flagged for it. Like I didn't, I didn't. Were you guys just as perplexed as I was? Like I just, I really didn't get it. I really did not get it. So, they, I don't know, man, Davis. <laughs> It was like, listen, man, Mike Aquino says, yo, Davis bumping Jair was dumb as F. I'm telling you, man, it just didn't make any sense to me. It's like, yo, what are you doing? What the F are you doing, bro? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But anyway, <laughs> you, you, Dave, I don't know what Gabe Davis was thinking. I don't know if like, he was frustrated because he wasn't, you know what I mean, getting the shine like Stefan Diggs was. Um, I don't think he's that guy. I hope he's not. But I just don't understand. I didn't, I didn't get it. Like, you were trying to get in the mix for what? Like, today, it, what it felt like was... I don't know if you guys ever been in this position before where like you're, you're playing sports and you're drawing against the other best player, right? You're drawing against the other best player. And, and it's because you guys know that I'm that guy on my team. You're that guy on your team. We're drawing, right? But the guy I'm drawing with his teammate wants to get in it as well. But I'm like, yo, move. It has nothing to do with you. And he's still drawing. He's, he's nudging. And that's what it felt like with Gabe. Like, yo, just chill out, man. Just chill out. I, I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. Um, my man, Schmidt, I found your comment. Thank you for rewriting that comment, man. Let me get my man, Schmidt, in here. Tebow, I appreciate, first of all, I appreciate Tebow saying, man, for the love of God, get this man his comment on there. But anyway, I got you, bro. Um, Eric Schmidt says, in the second half, we played far too emotional. Bought into the chippiness. That's going to be on film. Bet 
On another note, some player podcasts claim D. Hamlin is a dirty hitter. Thoughts? A dirty hitter. Um, I've never, I've never heard of Hamlin being associated with being a dirty hitter. I've never heard that before. Honestly, I, I can say I've never heard that before. Coming out of college, I knew that he was a, he was like a feisty. Like he will, he will put the brakes on you. He'll, he'll hit you, and he's got some good range. But never heard anything about him being a dirty hitter. But as for the the far too emotional comment, I do feel that. I mean, the emotion started right at the front from the beginning, though. The emotion started with Stefan Diggs and Jair jawing back each other right before the game. That was like when both teams were crossing. I don't know what was going on, but both teams were crossing, and somebody must have said something. And, and you know Stefan Diggs, man. When Stefan Diggs, you don't gotta say much to him. You just you just so much has gotta look his way, and he's he's on. He's ready to go. And Jair, I guess, kept on talking and jawing. And Jair can play. He's one of the best corners in this game, so he can. But when you let Stefan Diggs go for a buck, over a buck, and you got six receptions, there's not a whole lot of talking y'all can do, man. Not a whole lot of talking y'all can do. Um, shout out to my man Cardero. Linder, let me give some love to my man Cardero. Let me let me bang that bell for my guy. Bing, biggity, bing. Thank you for that, my guy. Um, he says, James Cook is fire. Go Georgia. Now, Cardero's been, he's been telling me, and a whole lot of people have been telling me, yo, just watch out. Just wait for James Cook. Just wait. And my answer every time was, I've been waiting. When is he going to show up? And today, he didn't show up, but we just got a glimpse. We He didn't have that James Cook game where he's like, okay, he's arrived. He's not there yet. But it was great to have um, the, the coaching staff make a conscious effort to get him the football. And I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go on further. Um, and this is just pure speculation here. But with the trade deadline just around the corner, and the pattern is showing me this: Zach Moss wasn't he deactivated? No, he wasn't deactivated the first game, was he? Was he deactivated the first game? I think it was deactivated the first game, and then it was him all the way through, and then he was deactivated the last game, and then not a single touch today. And I don't think he got on the field today. I could be wrong, but I know he didn't get any. He didn't get any. Um, targets out of the backfield and no runs. I don't think he even touched the field personally. So that tells me we're not, we're going to start him. I mean, excuse me, we're going to make him active. We're not going to risk him getting hurt and we're going to ship him off. And I wouldn't be surprised if this happens tomorrow morning. He shipped off to the Jets. Maybe the Jets feel they need it, even though they got James Robinson. Who knows what they, they feel, but maybe they, they ship him somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere that needs a running back right now. Um, so it could happen. And, I, and if he does, if it does happen, great. If it doesn't, great. Uh, I'm not mad at Zach Moss. It's just that the, the the backfield is crowded, my guy. The backfield is crowded, and they drafted a second-round draft pick. You got to let that second-rounder play. It's just what it comes down to. And I guess it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Fluffy Panda. What's up, Fluffy Panda? What's good, man? Collinsworth said he's a hard hitter that might not be popular amongst other teams. That's, that's news to me, man. Have you guys in this seen DeMar Hamlin play? Have you seen him come in with a hard hit? I think there was one. I think if they're referring to when Kenny Pickett kind of like slid and he kind of gave Kenny Pickett a hit and it looked like it was dirty, then I'm not saying that he's a dirty hitter. That was that. And, and the ref didn't even call the play. They didn't even call that with a flag. So I don't know what anybody's talking about. So I ain't I ain't buying it. I don't buy it. That's just what it is. My man Tebow says Allen looked like 19 Allen. Rush D looked like 19 D. Rush D was still good. Um, you know what I'm saying? But we just, too many big plays, too many big gasher plays. 
Um, but Allen looked he looked good in the first half, though. Allen looked good in the first half. It's just in the second half, it was like, okay, what are you doing? Chill out, bro. Like we're up. I think we were up 20, 24 to three. Is that what we were up at, at halftime? So like it was it wasn't necessary. Like we didn't really need to like really go hard. I mean, we didn't put much points up in the second half. What are we doing in the second half? Did they did they make that big adjustment on us that we weren't able to score in the second half? Just the three points? Because that's what we went into the half. I'm just kind of I'm looking at uh, what we were able to do. Play by play, da, 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 box score. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, we only scored three points in the in the uh, in the second half. That's not like us. <laughs> we usually turn it on in the second half. That's when we usually turn it on. So thank goodness that we were able to put points up in the in the first half, and uh, and our defense kept Green Bay at bay. Because that's really what we did. We kept them at bay. And they needed it. What we have to understand is when a team is desperate and they, they want to win, they don't want to go on forward, they're going to give you everything they got. And they tried it. They tried it, but it just wasn't good enough. It just wasn't good enough. And it's not so bad. Uh, Eric Schmidt says, yo, nah, it's more than that, Rico. At least five, six examples I've seen and talked about. Uh, that's news to me. I've not, uh, Eric Schmidt, I've honestly, I've not seen DeMar Hamlin associated with him being a dirty hitter now that's something i'm probably gonna have to look up now i'm gonna start and i kind of like okay let me type this in and see what's going on but i have not seen it with my eyes man i haven't uh sal says yo goofy play calling at three yard line why are you passing run game was cooking you up 24 the blowout is on see and th those are the little things i'm talking about and that's a great point sal and we did this we did this against pittsburgh was it pittsburgh the team we were blowing out. We were blowing out some team. I'm thinking, okay, they're just going to now run the rock and kill the clock. You know what I'm saying? Kill the clock, run the rock, just do all of that. And they didn't do it. They kept on airing the ball at and throwing the ball and doing all that stuff. Dude, just run the freaking rock, man. Just run it. You're up. This is where you can kind of, you know what I mean, at ease, throw, like run the football. Yeah, it was against Pittsburgh. Thank you, Brooke, uh, Bob. We were up heavy on Pittsburgh. Okay, now we kill the clock. And it gives us a chance to kind of like, you know, practice. I hate to say practice, but you know what I mean? Let's see how it looks when we run the ball and they know we're going to run the ball. How are they going to stop us? We didn't. We kept on airing the ball out. Like, what are we doing? Now, is it is it a thing where we're like, no, we got to keep Josh happy and Josh happy. Josh, a happy Josh is a great Josh and we got to keep him throwing the football. Hey, preserve Josh. We're going we're gonna to need Josh when it really matters late down the season. But right now, Let's practice this run. But we didn't. We finished the game with 18 carries. 18 carries. Like, what? We were better than that. But it is what it is, man. That's what it came down to. That's what it came down to. So, um, my man, uh, I see my man Mikey sent a comment there. There you go, Mikey. Mikey says, uh, my brother Rico, man, I said it the other day on your live show, but I think it's worth repeating. We need to trade for safety more than any position first. Great defense. Great defense wins you championships not just great offense. You're right about that. They always say defense wins championships. Offense puts the, you know, the people in the seats or something like that. But um, for the most part, going for a safety, I mean, think about it. Trey White's coming back, all right? Once Trey White comes back, we'll solidify ourselves. Um, does Christian Benford start, I mean, seeing time at safety? But don't forget, we got Jaquan Johnson as well. Right, we got Saran Neal as well. So I mean, we have some depth. Um, 
but are we are we gonna go for another guy? No, I think that guys like Demar Hamlin need to develop. So you these 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 snaps that he's getting are valuable. They're valuable snaps. So let him continue to get those snaps. He'll get better. You're gonna have some bad ones, man. There was times where Jordan Poirier didn't look so great. When Gronkowski was all over his ass, he didn't look so great. But over time, he got better, and and now I'm saying Jordan Poirier's all pro. So give give my man Hamlin time, man. He's he's a young he's a young guy. He'll he'll get it together. He'll get this together. Uh, let's see what we got here. PVC says, "Yo, better hope Poirier's elbow uh, that he heard pop is okay because we give him we'll uh, we'll give it up without him." See, that's what I heard. My man Kevin said he was hurt, so I didn't I didn't know he was hurt or not. So. Not good, man. If you heard a pop in that elbow, e we're going back to the Quan Jones and Hamlin. So if that's what my man meant by we need to uh, get another safety, if that's what my man Mikey meant, with that being said, then it's a possibility. It's a possibility, man. We just got to try to stay as healthy as we can and for as long as we can. Walter, what up, Walter? Walter comes in and says, yo, this team doesn't get rush TDs unless we're running jet sweeps with McKenzie. Or rushing with Allen. That that doomsy scream. Oh, that doesn't scream good enough at RB. Well, it's a good point to make. I mean, I have to go back to we is it only? I mean, hold on a second. I mean, I got the statistic right now. Let's look at it. Because you're right, though. The team stats, I don't I don't know how many uh running uh, touchdowns our actual running backs have. I think it's all Josh Allen. I'm about to find out right now, man. Because if that's the case, it makes complete sense as to why this team is trying to go after an RB1. But, like, when you see what uh, Devin Singletary was able to do today, it just takes more opportunity. But I don't know, man. This 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 Bills team, they're very interesting with the way they do things, man. So, like, you think, um, you, think you, gotta, you think that you got them figured out, and then they do something else, and you're like, what? Why'd you do that? Like, not even necessary. So let me uh let me look up what we've been doing statistic statistically and uh and let you know how we're looking right now. So um the RB room, how many how many touchdowns does Devin Singletary have this year? I don't think he has any Devin. I don't even think does Devin have any Devin uh single uh does Devin Singletary have any touchdowns this this year? Golly. What are we looking like, Devin Singletary? Yo, he's got no rushing touchdowns this year. Devin Singletary has no rushing touchdowns. He's got 256 yards rushing. No rushing touchdowns. That's a shame. 57 carries for 256. 256 yards. He's he's averaging 4.5 yards a pop. No rushing touchdowns. Does he have any receiving touchdowns? He's got one receiving touchdown, and it was against Miami. So he's got one touchdown this year. But your point is valid. Your point is valid, but we're a passing team, man. We're a passing team. I, I've come to grips with it. Trust me. I'm the one that argues the most about giving the football to the running backs and let them go, and I just kind of give up on that. Like, listen, this is what it is, man. They really don't really care like that for the run game because really they have three backs and Josh included. So they they it's just it's just one of those things, man. It's just one of the things. Um, my man said, yo, sweet jersey, Rico. Yeah, I got this jersey from somebody sold this jersey to me because I, I couldn't find a Stevie Johnson jersey. And he goes, yo, I got a Stevie Johnson jersey. You want that? And he he freaking shipped it to me. I was like, yo, bet. Send that. It's a little big, but I'll take it, man. You got to put a hoodie on that thing and you're good. But uh, that's, that's my Stevie Johnson jersey, man. It's one of my favorites. 
Tebow 97 says, yo, if if man wants to keep on going and, and then and stop and talking about short show, get out of here. <laughs> listen, man, listen, there's not much to talk about, folks. The the Bills came in and whooped. They came in and did a whooping on the first half. And here we are. You know what I'm saying? It was a sloppy game in the second half. I was just hoping, I was just happy that we just got out of that because it could have turned ugly. It could have turned ugly where these guys, we let them back in the game and just, yo, we did what we made the stops we needed to make and we got out of there unscathed and unhurt. Anybody get hurt this game? Good. You know what I'm saying? Did we win? Good. Did we see what we needed to see? Yes, we saw Stefan Diggs go off. We saw the run game look good. Good. Did we get some sacks this game? Yes. Did we get turnovers? Yes. Like, what more? You know I'm saying we did some good things, but we had some things to clean up. And that's what it comes down to. That's really what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? Um, my man said, yo, Pedro said, yo, got to give credit to the Packer practice squad, though. Yo, they were, they were getting banged up, man. They were just dropping like flies, man. They were dropping like flies. You can't, you can't even hate. So where the Packers go from here, tough one. Uh, I I feel bad for them, man. I feel bad for the Packers, man. I got a buddy of mine that's a big Packers fan, and I'm sure he's like, I knew this was going to happen. But, like, where do the Packers go from here, man? Because I'm looking at I'm looking at the rest of their um, the rest of their uh, schedule, and it it doesn't get it doesn't get favorable for them, right? So obviously they got the North. They still got to play the NFC North, so they got a couple wins in there in Detroit and Green Bay, right? The Vikings they're not ready to compete with the Vikings, so they got the Lions next. That should be a W, but you can't sleep on the Lions. The Lions play you tough, and then they just give up in the in the last quarter, right? They got the Packers. Then they got the Cowboys. Then they have the Titans. Then they have the Eagles. <laughs> Yo, the Packers are done. They're not making the playoffs this year. They're not making the playoffs this year. They're done. They're done. Okay? If Malik Willis doesn't play for the Titans, the Packers are still in it. So Packers may get a win and get themselves to three and five. Sorry, four and five. Still under 500. Two games under 500. Then they got Packers. Discovery. They got Cowboys, Titans, Eagles. Then they got the Bears. Then they got the Rams. Then they got the Dolphins. Vikings. Yo, they're done. Packers are done. Packers fans, sorry. Y'all are done. You ain't going nowhere. Finito. Yo, Packers are done. I just look at the damn schedule they got. Fini. Not happening. Not happening. I feel bad for them, but that's it. And most people feel like, you know what? F Aaron Rodgers. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. So for the Bills, listen. We got uh, we got we got a tall task ahead of our, ourselves. Actually, no, our our gauntlet of games really just passed. So we got Zach Wilson and the Jets next week. Zach Wilson looked like utter bullshit. That guy is he is buns. Zach Wilson is buns, and he's they, what are they coming to Buffalo? Oh no, we're going to New York. We're going to New Jersey. Sorry, so we're going to New Jersey. So the next four games that we got, we got the Jets. Then we got the Vikings. That's gonna be a tough one. Vikings at home. Then we got the Browns, and I don't think I don't think that's the week that Deshaun Watson comes back. I'm not sure. And then we got the Lions on Thanksgiving, and then we got the Patriots. So those next few games, man, we got that. And then we got the Jets, the Bill. Then we got the Jets, Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, and Patriots. Yo, this season's gonna go by freaking quick, man. It's going to go by quick. It feels like it's going by quick somewhat. But man, oh, man. So we got the Jets this week. 
I'm not saying that's an easy dub, but that should be a dub because I just have no belief in Zach Wilson. That offense was being carried by Brees Hall. Brees Hall was carrying that team. And now Brees Hall is hurt. Look what they did today. I'm just saying. And, and the Patriots are not a bad team, but I just knew that Zach Wilson is just not that guy. He ain't that guy, pal. So once we take down the Jets, which we should, then it gets a little tougher. We got the, the Vikings, then we got the Browns, and then the Lions, which we should handle, and then we got the Patriots. So it's going to be a fun next few weeks. It's going to be a fun few weeks, but Jets, it's now Jets week. I'm over with the Packers. Um, it's Jets week. We'll see how it plays out, man. But for the most part, man, it was a, it was a solid game. It was, nice to, it was nice to see your team play after not seeing them play last week. I was going through his draw. I was like, yo, where's my team at, man? I need to see my team play. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we were able to make it happen, and uh, they came out and, and, got us a, and got us a win, man. That's what you, that's what you want, right? That is what you want. So uh, I'm listen, I'll take it. I'll take it, and uh, I'm loving every bit of it. So what I wanted to do was kind of do one more last thing here. And, uh, and obviously, you guys know my spotlight hero. So my spotlight hero today, I don't know what about you guys, but my spotlight hero was Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs was that guy. Eight targets, caught six passes, had a touchdown, and he had over 100 yards rushing, uh, 100 yards receiving. Kudos to my guy, Stefan Diggs. And here's the thing. Stefan Diggs is, he, he brings, he brings it. And he, and people feed off of it. And what, when he brings that, that moxie, when he brings that, you know what I'm saying? That, that, uh, that toughness, that, that, that competitive juice, yo, man, yo, he got everybody drinking that. He got everybody drinking that competitive juices, man. So like, it, everybody it feed he they feed off of him. So a guy like like Stefan Diggs is integral to this team and this team's success. So my spotlight hero uh, goes to uh, Mister Stefan Diggs. And if I'm gonna choose a second spotlight hero, um, and I'm gonna go on the defensive side of the ball, I'm thinking of who I wanted to give it to. Um, Edmonds Edmonds had a good game. I like what Edmonds did, but you know what? I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to. Uh, I, I like what Greg Rousseau was doing today, man. I really like what Greg Rousseau was doing today. Good against the run. And he's been solid against the run all year round. And he got himself a sack. And I'm just loving what he's doing. I'm, I'm going to give the spotlight hero to Greg Rousseau on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and uh, he's just he shows up every week. You got to give him credit, man. He shows up every week, man. So um, I do like that. Now, I will, I'm going to talk about something else, man. In this game, was there something that in this game that happened that said it just made you want to say, hmm, that's interesting. Anybody, anything stand out to you? Make you want to say, hmm, talk to me. And I, to me, it was the, it was the obvious. To me, it was the obvious. And it may not just be about this game, but I'm, I'm talking about this week. This week, the Bills and the Bills front office and all the rumors go around. It made you want to say, hmm. And the hmm part is the fact that they clearly aren't content with what's happening in the run game. And the fact that Zach Moss was not played, Zach Moss was inactive, was active, but did not get on the field. It makes you say, well, where is he going? Where is he going? If he, and I'm speculating here. I don't even know if he's going to be traded, but the writing seems to be on the wall. Deactivated last week, didn't play this week, trade deadlines around the corner. We've been looking at the running back position. We've been looking at Kareem Hunt. We're looking at Cam Akers. We're looking at all these running backs, allegedly. So, well, where's he going? You know what I'm saying? And and, our, our is, and Brandon Bean is a guy that likes his picks. 
You might get a fourth round pick, a fifth round pick, sixth round, maybe seventh, whatever. But he can turn that into something. Look, Dane Jackson is a seventh round draft pick. And Dane Jackson is in his third year and he's a starting corner right now. So he can turn those mid-round, late-round picks into something. So that made me say, hmm, okay. So clearly something's up. So we'll see how that plays out, man. That definitely makes you want to say, hmm. So I'm looking at anybody else. Does anything stand out that makes you just want to say, huh, okay. I see what's happening. Wander says, yo, Coach McDermott didn't seem into the game. That's the only thing I noticed that was odd. Maybe he was just tired. Maybe he was just tired. I don't know, man. It's a Sunday night game, man. He's tired, man. It was a late, it's a late nighter. Uh, so, but I'm sure they love that they got out of it uh, unscathed and ready to roll. Uh, <laughs> he just looked tired. He wanted to go to bed. Who knows, man? Who knows? We'll see what that goes down. Um, Jared B says the hmm moments were the suspect decision me, uh, being made after twice the normal length of prep we usually have. Um, it's tough, man. It is tough. I mean, it is it is tough, but it isn't tough because you have you have a week and a half to prepare. But like the first week, I don't know what they do on first week. So I have to ask. I don't, you know what? I'm going to ask one of the players uh, when I do interviews. I'm going to ask them like when you have a when you're on the bye week. So the first week, are you is it more relaxed and going walkthroughs? Do you do preparation immediately following the team or do you wait till game week to do preparation for the team? I don't know. So do they really have two weeks to prepare or do they use the first week just to kind of rest up and heal up and then prepare? It's an interesting question, but I get I get what you're saying. Uh, my man Eric Schmidt wants to give flowers to someone, and he wants to give flowers to Ed Oliver, looking like Aaron Donald out there tonight. His hand fighting technique and footwork is miles better. Um, Aaron Donald esque, I wouldn't go that far, but he was definitely noticeable tonight. And if you've if you've been watching, I mean, obviously you've been watching the games lately. There are, there are times where you would hear. If I were to ask you guys right now, give me the best three defensive uh, defensive players uh, on the line right now. You'd probably say Greg Rousseau, Von Miller, Jordan Phillips, right? Because you've been hearing those names often. Ed Oliver wouldn't be a name that you you name right off the bat, right? And I'm I'm assuming that that'd be the case. So the fact that we were able to hear his name being called today and he was he was on it, it was great to see. But and on top of that, he's healthy. I'm saying he missed a couple weeks now, so he's healthy. Somebody wants to know who my who I'm gonna put the on the milk carton. We gotta wait till Tuesday for that. Wait till Tuesday night for that. We'll talk about that then. Um, but folks, really, let me let me conclude this, man. At the end of the day, we needed that win. Come off the bye. We're six and one now. We can now get back into the routine of doing things. And um, and we got out at the right time in the season. I think this is the right time to get it, right? In the mid middle of the season, kind of get a rest, and then we're now right back to it. Cause now. Colder months are coming ahead. This is when real football starts to matter, right? This is when good teams start to really separate themselves from the rest of the pack. We've already done that right from the jump. So we just got to maintain that because the goal, as we know, is to get the number one freaking seed. Get that number one seed. Get that bye week so we can have less time effing around with whoever's in the in the divisional round, in the, in the wild card, and we can go right into you know, getting on that ass. Right, bye week is what we want. We want that bye week. We want that number one seed. That's what we want. We want that. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, folks, that's it. Uh, I obviously appreciate every one of you guys tuning in. If you guys are new followers, you guys are new to this page, this channel, you have no idea who I am. My name is Rico. This is the Buffalo Fanatics. This is the Rico Port. Do me a favor, smash that like while you guys are here. If you guys have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. I think you guys will enjoy it because we've got a lot more football to to 
rolled by you guys. There's a lot more football to play, and uh, we, we are going to have a lot of fun this year. A lot of fun. And uh, listen, man, one game at a freaking time. One game at a time. Next up, New Jersey Jets. Zach Wilson, James Robinson, any, whoever's out there. Whoever's out there, man. Don't give a damn. We're going we're gonna to get on that. And guess what? This might be the game that Tremaine uh, Tredavious White comes back. So that will be fun. So we get number 27 back going up against Zach Wilson. Oh, let's go. I think they're playing that just right. We're going to bring you in the game, but we're not going to bring you in a game against Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is going to, he's going to, he's going to throw that rock. So let's bring you in against Zach Wilson and we'll ease you in. And then we'll take on Kirk Cousins after that. And then we'll go from there. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. And hopefully we start to see more from James Cook in the Jets game. So by the Vikings game, they're they're not going to disrespect them. They're going to say, you know what? We want to show, let's show you some love. We're not going to put you on the bench. We want to see, we want to see the Cook brothers go at it. And by then, hopefully we, we see these guys ready to roll. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, Adam Oaks comes in with a super chat. I appreciate that, Adam, for that super chat. I like the W, but the game felt odd. I like that. I like they were all mentally hungover. It's like they were all mentally hungover. I think we were all mentally hungover because we wanted to watch this game so bad. We had all football to watch today, and we're like, okay, time for the watch the Bills, but it's a late one. It's a late one. Like, for me right now, it's, it's almost 2 o'clock. It's 2 o'clock in the morning for me. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, folks. It is what it is. We got the dub. That's what matters. We're 6-1. and one. We're not talking about freaking we lost to the freaking Packers and what the hell we had two weeks to prepare. You know the narrative that would have been put out there? The Bills had two weeks to prepare for a freaking three and four team with guys that are banged up all over the place and they lost that game. Nah, we took the dub. We beat them double digits. That's all that matters to me. You know what I'm saying? You look at the score, it's like 41, 41 to 7, 31 to 10, and then the Packers 27 to 17. <laughs> Move on with life. Move on with life. And that's it, folks. So thank you guys for, for tuning in. I appreciate you. Uh, you guys know I do. And uh, if you guys have the time, uh, listen, man, all social media platforms, we're all Buffalo fanatics. Hit them up, hit us up anywhere. Uh, if you want to follow me, it's Rico underscore BF underscore. That's on Twitter. Um, and y'all can uh, can hit me up. I'm always, you know what I mean, chatting up, whatever. And uh, we go from there, man. So that's it, folks. Love it. We'll catch you on the flip side. And uh, as always, man, it's going all day, every day. And we'll so until next
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.